So we're counting down now very much to the 2018 Paralympics, kicking off in Pyeongchang with more than 500 para-athletes from 49 countries competing in six sports, including retired U.S. Army Staff Sergeant and 2014 Sochi Paralympic gold medalist Rico Roman, who plays forward for the U.S. Paralympic sled hockey team. Great pleasure then to say good morning to you, Rico Roman. Uh, good morning. Thank you for having me. Uh, so excited to be on your show. Well, I'm very excited to have you on our show. Firstly, because we want to learn more about the Paralympics. Secondly, because there are just so many inspirational stories, and yours is one of them. You actually served in the U.S. Army, didn't you, for nine years. Can you talk to us a little bit about that journey from serving to becoming a Paralympian? Uh, yes, I was a staff sergeant in the United States Army Infantry. I was assigned with uh, Bravo Company 214 Infantry, uh, 10th Mountain Division. Uh, and on my third tour to Iraq uh, back in 2007, uh, I was injured by an IED, uh, an, an imp- improvised explosive device. In other words, just a big bomb, a roadside bomb. And I was in a Humvee, and I sustained injuries to both my left and right leg, uh, ultimately becoming an above-knee amputee. And I was uh, introduced to the sport by a group called Operation Comfort there in San Antonio. And I honestly had no interest in playing uh, sled hockey. Uh, I never played hockey, never really watched hockey. Uh, But we had an all-veteran team there in San Antonio with uh, guys that were um, newly injured like myself or guys that had stayed in the service even though they had an injury or guys that uh, retired and um, we had all different branches of service, Army, Marines, Air Force, Navy, uh, all, all guys with different disabilities on this team. And uh, after playing for about a year, my coach, Lonnie Hanna, that was also a Paralympian, uh, thought that I should try out for the 2010 Vancouver team. I went and tried out. I, I didn't make the team, but it really made me hungry uh, to be a part of it. Uh, after a year of training, uh, I made the team. I'm one of the first four wounded veterans to make uh, the U.S. National uh, Paralympic team and uh, stayed on the team for four years and, and competed alongside a few other veterans that I played with uh, from San Antonio. And uh, we brought back gold in 2014 and, and so so honored and so proud to be ag- uh, again uh, with the chance to, to compete uh, for my country there in Korea here soon. Did you grow up with a, a strong interest in the Olympics or sporting competition generally? Oh, oh, definitely. I mean, when when the Olympics are on, or especially boxing or wrestling, uh, basketball, I was huge uh, when they had the dream team uh, with Jordan and Stockton and, and all the great players all on that basketball team. I mean, uh, the sense of pride uh, was huge, and, and, and I actually got to go and see a game uh, when I was really young, and, and the dream team came to Portland and played. I got to actually go and see that, so... Uh, I've always followed uh, the Olympics and uh, uh, and had no clue about Paralympics at that time. Well, that's what I want to ask you next, um, and you've just answered it. So when did the Paralympics first come to your mind? The Paralympics first came to my mind was there when I was in San Antonio at Brook Army Medical Center. I was uh, doing rehab at what's called the Center for the Intrepid, and we were all kind of there, and it was on a on a Friday, and they brought a few uh, Paralympic athletes in, and they showed us that, you know, they had this sport called hand cycling, 
and they had also a, a Paralympian in ping pong, and that kind of sparked the fire for me to be like, you know what, I, I would love to get into a Paralympic sport, but at that time I had no clue uh, which sport it would be or that I would even be playing sled hockey in the future. And you have a one prosthetic leg now, am I correct in saying that? Yes, sir. I'm, I'm an above-knee uh, uh, amputee. I'm, I use a prosthetic uh, knee and a uh, foot. The reason I mention that is, I mean, when we look in the past, regardless of the post-sporting um, career legal implications, Oscar Pistorius had stood up as someone with prosthetic legs who actually you know, competed uh, at mainstream non-Paralympic events, uh, which, which was quite incredible to witness. But what was it about, you know, A, choosing a winter sports, being there in San, o- San Antonio, and then um, choosing one that involves sitting down, obviously, in a sled, uh, because the, the, the whole range of uh, different sports that you could have got involved with. I'm just curious, was it just the suggestion of others around you that drew you to the ice? Yes, I mean, they they started me out, the, again, the group Operation Cover started me out with hand cycling, so it's a bike with two that, uh, three wheels and you pedal with your arms. And then from there, they, I guess they, they had already had a sled hockey team. And so I, I tried it out. And, and I think the thing that really uh, just captured me and, and really had me hooked was that, that team, you know, that, that, that brotherhood. I, being injured overseas, and that was instantly taken away from me. I was in a hospital bed, and, and my, my brothers in arms were overseas still serving. And and that was taken away from me. So when they when they asked me to come and play on that team, uh, you know, we were all veterans from different branches. And that locker room is something special. It was again, I, I got that back. I got that friendship, that camaraderie, that brotherhood. And and I didn't even know at that particular moment that it was even a Paralympic sport uh, until later after a year playing. And then my coach said, "Hey, I think you got what it takes to uh, make the Paralympic team." And um, you know, and I found out later about it, but I think for me, uh, especially was, was that team, that team aspect of it is, is what I, uh, I craved and, and needed and, and so honored again to be a part of. How competitive is it? You said you failed in 2010, but was it really hard to make that 2014 team? Are there more and more people trying to get involved in this sport? Definitely. Uh, I want to say at least 60 to 70 guys tried out, uh, for this, uh, year, and we could only take 17 guys, and, and they're the top players in the country, and they're young and hungry and, and, and want to be the next Paralympian. They want to, you know, everybody wants a shot to be able to represent, you know, this team, and, and, and it's such an honor, again, for, uh, you know, for to be chosen. Uh, we all do, we do tryouts every year, including the Paralympic year in the summer, uh, and they bring uh, all the top players, and, and it's, you go out there and we, do, we usually do like four games, and the coaches watch, and, and they pick the players from there. Just uh, been looking at the statistic. There are actually um, 10 athletes. Well, Pistorius was the 10th athlete to compete at both the Paralympic Games and Olympic Games. Some of those names have bridged the gap in the past. What can you tell us to spread enthusiasm for the Paralympics now that the Winter Games is, is done to, to, to help further bridge that gap? I think that uh, if if you're a hockey fan 
and you like hockey, and you know you uh, you're gonna and you get a chance to see sled hockey or para ice hockey as it's now called, or sledge hockey, what they call it in Canada. Uh, you'll be instantly hooked. The the fast pace, the the hard shots, the the physicality of it. I mean, we're out there hitting each other. It's it's just like uh, stand up hockey, but we're in sleds. And you know, every one on my team has had to overcome some adversity in their life uh, to be on this team. Not not alone alone play uh, sled hockey. And you know, all the other adaptive sports that are out there, uh, para ice. Uh, you know, the downhill skiing, uh, curling. Uh, all the other sports that are going to be there uh, and being able to compete, uh, it's its the games. It's the Paralympic Games. And, and, and I feel like uh, if you're in, you know, a fan of the Olympic Games, then, then you just give it a shot, take a peek, and you'll be instantly hooked on, on, on the Paralympic Games as well. And if anyone's still not sure about attending, how much does it mean to you to have people there in the crowd, a packed stadium, supporting you? Oh, it's huge. I mean, when, when I competed in 2014 at the Sochi Games, uh, we were in the gold medal match with uh, Russia. In Russia, there was 7,000 people at that stadium, or plus, 7,000 plus. And it was roaring. It felt like that building was going to shake down. 90% of them were uh, Russian fans. We had a little section of American fans and other fans from other countries. But it's huge. I mean, and, and nowhere... Nowhere in the world do, do Paralympic sports have that, you know, that drive and that, that, that crowd behind you. And, and that, of all places, if you get a chance to go, I, I would definitely go because the, the atmosphere is, is just so live and so uh, real. And, and to be a part of that, I mean, even when I finish uh, playing, I think I'll definitely uh, try to get a chance to go again and watch uh, other para-athletes. Yeah, well, it sounds like it would be a privilege to get a, t- a ticket there for any of the games, but especially the final then. And um, I know you've said your goal is very much to get another gold medal um, here in Korea. Do you want to finish with the final message to the Korean supporters who may be checking out you and sled hockey for the first time? Yes, I, I definitely want to get another gold medal, uh, and I, I want to thank all the Korean uh, uh, fans out there, and, and if they get a chance to come to the games, I, I personally invite them to come out and, and come cheer on all the teams. Korea has a team, and, and they've been practicing and, and gearing up for these games. I remember them coming to San Antonio uh, to play our club team, uh, and so uh, I'm excited to see everyone there and and just to have a great time and, and to see all the different countries competing and having a fun time is, is, is what I'm so looking forward to. There's just so much positive energy in your voice, Rico Roman. Among all the guests we've spoken to, um, that alone is uh, incredibly commendable. But we wish you all the best when you get out there on the ice as well. Thank you very much for joining our show today. Thank you so much. You guys have a great day.